update at noon with Sakina Kamwendo, midday to 1 p.m. Mr. Matasela, welcome to Update at Noon. Thanks for your time. Uh, Thanks, Sakina. Good afternoon. Mr. Masasela, as you would know, we spoke to the Democratic Alliance uh, last uh, week, that was on Friday, who had raised concern over the cost of the 6.7-kilometer stretch of road that was going to be um, uh, resurfaced, as we understand, at a cost of 98.5 million rand. Let me first just uh, get you to confirm, is it correct that a tender was awarded to the value of 98.5 million for the construction or resurfacing of a 6.7-kilometer stretch of road. Yes, Sakina, it's, it's correct that this tender has been awarded for the reconstruction or rehabilitation of this road in Figila Guadana. So let's talk about that cost uh, factor then, uh, because uh, by all accounts and uh, also having spoken to a few experts, it, it, it does seem to be at the top end. So are you able to break it down for us uh, just in terms of what exactly is going to be done for the rehabilitation of this road and why the cost came to 98.5 million? Okay, thank you very much, uh, Sakina, for, for your question here. The, this amount of 98 uh, million is actually informed by number of exercises and studies that were performed by the municipality. Of course, working together with the funder here, the Department of Transport in the Eastern Cape. So one of the primary uh, factors that we need to consider is the fact that there is a stormwater drainage um, uh, that needs to be fixed in the road. Uh, as we are constructing the road, we must also take into account the fact that the, the road uh, is built in an area which is highly affected by uh, water uh, during rain, and so a stormwater drainage is necessary. So there are studies, Sakina, that were performed here. Among the major studies that was performed was the geotechnical investigation that was done by the municipality. So, and also the top uh, graphic uh, survey that was done by the municipality in order to, you, to discover and address challenges, which among others was the landscape of the uh, Figilo Guadana, and as well as the area, of course, uh, which is affected by the stormwater. So uh, one of the factors that we need to take into account is the fact that we need to, um, you know, purchase material in a form of concrete channeling, in a form of concrete uh, capping. Uh, those are some of the material that will be, um, you know, inserted or uh, will be actually installed in the road to make sure that at the end of the day, you know, we are actually addressing the stormwater drainage system. So the, the other factor that we need to consider uh, Sakina is the local and the district uh, future plans. Uh, the road is built in an area where there is an Ecoman eco industrial park. Uh, there is a big upcoming uh, industrial park in Queenstown, uh, which really, in terms of the study that was done further, was also to consider what we call it the traffic impact assessment study. Uh, if you look at that report, it actually tells us how many vehicles are passing, how big are the vehicles, that the trucks that are, are going to be consumed 
as we are busy building the industrial park, so there is a huge uh, volume of vehicles. Uh, because this road, Sakina, is not only servicing the residential, but primarily it's also servicing the industrial park, which is made up of number of trucks that are passing in the road. Mm. So th- those are the factors. Um, and also the primary factor also that I need to raise here quickly, uh, uh, Sakina, is the issue of the width of the of the of this thing, of the uh, road, that uh, the asset itself is around 11.9, which is 60% of this road. The width of the road is uh, 11.9 meters, which which really uh, indicates to us that this is not just a general uh, normal road, a normal standard road, but this road is much bigger. And, the you know, the specification of the road, it's mainly meant... Uh, to absorb the, the high volume of traffic and the geotechnical assessment, which also looked at the landscape of the area under which the road is going to be constructed, has shown clearly that a, a certain uh, material, a specified material that needs to be uh, used in order to perform this task. For example, as I've indicated, mm-hmm. the issue of concrete channeling for yeah. stormwater drainage and other uh, sort of material that needs to be looked at. All right, fair enough. Does this cost include the stormwater drainage, or have you broken the two up in terms of what would go towards the road specifically and what would be spent on the stormwater drainage system? Uh, Sakina, the amount includes this uh, stormwater drainage um, system. Um, I would say to you the total amount of this project is... 72.1 72.1 million. Uh, of course, there, you need to take into account out of that 72.1, there are other uh, escalation costs that we need to look at. For example, 8% that needs to be put aside for any unforeseen escalation cost, contingent liabilities, um, or contingent uh, costs of around 10%, um, and also value added tax. But the original Cost of this uh, asset, uh, this road is 72.1 million. Mm. Speaking of value added tax, uh, some time ago the Auditor General uh, was concerned about your documents in that regard. Have you sorted it out as a municipality? As a municipality, we do have our documents. Um, like, for example, just now as we have cashed fire, I'm, I'm not sure whether you are aware of that. Uh, I would say most of our documents are sitting on iCloud. And um, documents in relation to a budget and treasury office are available. We have just completed an audit recently um, with Auditor General. We have submitted most of our documents uh, that were required by uh, Auditor General. So we, we, we will be claiming this VET portion of 15%, uh, which is around uh, 12.8 million. To, mm. to South African Revenue Services. Mr. Masasela, how much did you spend on the upkeep of the said road, the road that is under question now, the Figile Guadana Road last in the last financial year? Uh, Sakina, we did uh, some repairs on the roads, you see. Um, I'm not sure about the figure. I can, I can look at the actual figure. There were uh, repairs and maintenance that were done in the road. But as we, uh, in fact, those uh, repairs and maintenance were just temporarily um, 
done because of the fact that, remember, the geotechnical assessment report shows clearly that the layers underneath the, 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 the roads are actually affected completely, uh, that the landscape is actually affect, affecting the road. And as such, I mean, it was made clear by our engineers that even if we can repair the road, but the road needs to be reconstructed altogether to, re- to be rehabilitated. When was that see. first pointed out to you that the road had to be rehabilitated completely? Uh, Sakina, this, this, this exercise took place around 2018, 2019. Um, I believe the final report was submitted early this year to uh, the Department of Transport about all these reports, all these assessments and the studies that were done uh, by the municipality. And as such, um, the rehabilitation was actually uh, approved not by our uh, appointed engineers only, but also by the engineers from the Department of Transport. I'll tell you why I'm asking this. I've, I've actually looked at your financials from a few years back. So in 2017, was the stormwater drainage an issue on this particular road? Yes, it was an issue, Sakina. Even now, recently, we had heavy uh, rains recently. If you drive there in that area, you'll find a lot of uh, pool of water in the area uh, if you drive there. And now, as, as we have a lot of rains and in the past uh, you know, few weeks and past uh, months. So why haven't you dealt with the problem earlier as a municipality? Hence I asked, how much did you spend on that road last year? How much have you spent on that road since 2017? Are we talking about um, over 100 million rand, Mr. Matlasela? Sakina, let let, let me first, you know, uh, uh, clarify to you that there is a difference between repairing a road, you know, repairs and maintenance, and incurring repairs and maintenance and um, restarting the road altogether. You see, as, as I said to you, Sakina, based on the studies that we have done, it's not only the studies that I've just mentioned here. There are a number of studies, including the issue of environmental impact assessment and traffic impact assessment, as I've indicated. The studies reveal the fact that the road cannot be repaired. You see, if you repair the road, there's still going to be damages um, that are taking place in the road. So the road needs to be reconstructed. Mm. What does your IDP, your Integrated Development Program... The, the future plans of the municipality. What does your Integrated Development Program from 2017 tell you about that road? Masakina, I mean, I, I may not be able to answer that question right now. But, but if you look at that road, that road has been affected by a number of uh, potholes. Uh, we have been repairing the road for a number of years. But you see, as, as I said to you, it's not really working. It needs to be restarted, uh, to be redone. So I'm going to give you an opportunity to actually go and look. And if you will, Mr. Masasela, come and talk to us about exactly how much has been spent since 2017 on that uh, 6.7-kilometer stretch of road that you are now going to spend another $98.5 million on because it is not just this cost. It is all the cost that has accumulated over time on this road, which makes it absolutely preposterous that a municipality would spend that much 
on a 6.7-kilometer st uh, stretch of road. But I also want to ask you, uh, just in terms of uh, your income as a municipality, um, what is your budget for the year in terms of the income that you're expecting for this financial year? Uh, our budget shows an income of 875 million, uh, Sakina. That primarily that is an operational income, uh, which includes operational grants. And on top of that, of course, we do have our MIG and other grants. Um, uh, and uh, one of the grants, for example, the Department of Transport one, uh, which we have outsourced in the discussion and you know in our business plan with the Department of Transport which is around 120 million. In fact, uh, Sakina, I want to raise the fact that also this uh, road has been budgeted a total amount of 125 million by the department. In terms of our designs uh, that we have done, the engineers from the uh, uh, Department of Transport have estimated that this road will cost 125 million. Does it and make it any case, less exorbitant, Mr. It's still exorbitant, Mr. Matlasela, because you're talking about one-eighth of the income that you are expecting as a municipality to be spent on a 6.7-kilometre stretch of road. The income, Kasakina, is not really coming directly from the municipality. The founder of this project, as I said to you, we did develop business plans that we submitted to uh, the, the Department of Transport. It's the Department of Transport that is funding us in this. It's not really coming from our uh, revenue directly, but it's the funds that was earmarked by the Department of Transport, you know, you know, in terms of DORA or in terms of, you know, division of revenue. This money was clearly allocated to fix this road or to reconstruct this road uh, uh, for, for Inokunkejima. So just to bottom line this, how much are you paying per kilometer, per square kilometer of road uh, for this particular tender? Uh, Sakina, if you look at the figure here, the, the road is 6.7 um, meters. The total fee amount, you can also make your calculations here, Sakina. The fee is 72.1, excluding, of course, the escalation cost, the contingent uh, cost and debt. So you can quickly, um, you know, make your calculation by actually dividing that figure by uh, 6.7 uh, kilometers. And when is it going to so be completed? It's going to be completed uh, before the end of January 2023. That's basically our uh, target timelines in terms of the service level agreement. Uh, if there is nothing that is going to disturb us, I mean, we're going to complete the road on the before the 31st of January 2023. The public wants to know why does it take so long? Why would it take a year, a whole year, to construct a 6.7-kilometer stretch of road? Sakina, there could be, you know, number of issues here. Uh, remember this road uh, outside one or two. This road is also being used by the community. So the, the, the constructor or the, the company has to first, you know, also look at option of building bypasses, um, you know, um, and, and also, you know, to clear some of the of the issues here in terms of, for example, the bypass that needs to be uh, constructed uh, um, outside that is, is one other 
a factor that may uh, result to this road to be. But as early, this is the maximum time also that I must raise that, uh, Sakina, this is the maximum time the road can be constructed even early and be completed as early as before that date. Well, we'll park it there for the time being, Mr. Mathasela, uh, Chief Financial Officer of the Inokumgujima Local Municipality in the Eastern Cape. Update at noon with Sakina Kamwendo, midday to 1 p.m.